Hello and welcome everybody to the podcast. Today we're covering the subject of vengeance and why we desire it as humans. Welcome to the Thoughtful Thursday podcast, hosted by Zachary Coffey, author of the book, Welcome to the Armory, understanding the interconnectedness of the full armor of God as described in Ephesians chapter 6. Thoughtful Thursday's podcast is about identifying the spiritual conflict that is manifesting itself in this world and providing Christians with understanding of spiritual principles and guidance on how to apply them to the real-world events that are going on to make a change for the kingdom of heaven. So as I said before the intro came in, we are talking about vengeance and why humans desire it. Why is it we want that get back? Why we want to have that moment of vengeance to really feel like we have Trying to found say in matters. I have three main points to cover. That is, we don't want it initially. There's a battle about vengeance that we're going to face on a regular basis. Then there is the problem we have for overcoming vengeance, the stumbling block, so to speak. We don't initially want vengeance. And why is that? The reason is we want vengeance only as we realize we're unable to get what we truly want in any given scenario. And that scenario is we want a restoration to what was existing before the event happened, which caused our feeling of need for vengeance. We as humans know that we cannot do that. We know we don't have that ability to restore whatever it was that happened. If someone died and we know what happened, let's say a drunk driver caused your best friend to die, you want vengeance. You want them to get back. You want them to feel the punishment they deserve. Sometimes we want them dead because we have lost someone we cared about, who we love. That's normal to feel those ways. But what we want truly is we want our friend back. We want to have the person we love back beside us. We want to be able to hold them, hug them, talk with them, and just be with them. Embrace their spirit and be with them. We just have this hole in our heart for the people we've lost. If it's a game or a not so much a person, but more so a group or organization or something like that, which we are part of or something that's been destroyed. Let's say you were given a gift by someone you loved and cared about. And when that gift was destroyed, it felt like someone just took a hammer to you personally. What we want is that item fixed. We want the original product brought back to life, so to speak. But we know that there are times where that cannot be done. Other times, it's going to be a long process, but you can repair it. I'm going to say, for instance, a Lego set. Someone decides to smash a Lego set. You're going to spend time finding all the parts, putting it back together. Unless they actually broke the Legos, like cut them in half, melted them, and all those types of things, there will come times where you cannot fix it. And that's why we turn to destruction. We feel this pain within us, and so we want to give that same pain to someone else. We want them to realize what they have done. And that is human nature. It is not good. That is how we are as humans. The reason why we have this feeling of needing to hurt back is because we want to be understood. We want them to realize what you did hurt me, and this is how much it hurt me. We want to be known and recognized and validated by our emotions. A common trope is if someone you love died by someone else's action. Negligence or intention is unmattering in that moment. You don't care why they died. All you cared is this individual was responsible and you want them dead as well. And that's because 
we as humans know what's right and wrong. We know the suffering that comes when a person's in hell, subconsciously. I'm not saying people will necessarily know it, but we know in our spirit that it's not a good place. And so the reason why they immediately want that person dead is they don't want them to have the chance of redemption, accepting Christ. They want to go, go to hell, straight to hell. Do not repent, do not go to heaven, do not get out of jail. They do not want to do that. They want the person who hurt them to suffer extremely. They want them to suffer for all eternity. And this is that human nature that we have. It's the fallen nature that says, you hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you and worse. Whereas God nature says, you hurt me, that hurt a lot. I'm going to find a way to help you not hurt me again. I'm going to make you better than what you once were. This is this battle between the human nature and the spiritual nature that we as Christians had to fight. We have the human sinful spiritual nature, then we have the Spirit of God living within us when we are made into new creations. And this battle is a daily battle that's going to exist, and it's going to continue existing until the new heaven and earth exist. That's something what we need to understand as Christians. While internally we want to give vengeance on that person, on that organization, on that people group, on the fill-in-the-blank who is specifically responsible for your case. We want that vengeance because we do not want them to be redeemed. We don't want them to go to heaven. We want them to suffer. The spiritual nature that comes from God says, I want to help that person so that they don't need to suffer the way I know they will suffer. It says, I know I've suffered horribly, but I will suffer less than they will. When I get to heaven, all my tears will be wiped away, all my hurt will be healed. And I don't want them to hurt in hell as well. I don't want them to be stuck in hell while I'm healed. While I'm not hurting, I don't want them to be hurt. And that's the thing that exists within the Christian conscience, that exists within the vow between the human flesh and the spirit of God within us. It's the choosing of whether or not God knows best, or whether or not we as humans know best. This brings us to pride, which is the reason why we stumble over this block of vengeance. Why we stumble with showing mercy. I will admit that I am someone who has an easy time with vengeance when compared to my easiness with mercy. I am someone who has mercy to others, but it's a matter of I have no mercy for those who have no repentance. Whether or not that is biblical is beside the point, but what we're getting to is we as Christians, as humans, are not supposed to be the judge. Let me clarify what I mean by humans are not supposed to be the judge. We're not supposed to say whether or not a person is guilty of wrongdoing, but rather we are to let a person know of what wrongdoing is. We are to tell them of the standards of God so that they can realize what they are doing is wrong, and then they can repent. Get that point. We as humans are not supposed to be the judge. We're supposed to be warning of what's going to come. We're supposed to let others know of what's to happen, of what we are being told will happen. We are not supposed to judge them. We are to save others. That's the whole point of Christianity, to save humanity from hell. If Jesus Christ did not come, if Jesus Christ did not die on the cross to be resurrected as the final sacrifice, it is not possible for God to save us. Jesus paid the substitutionary penalty, which is a legal term for saying he paid the price of death for us. Death is the price of sin. He paid that for us. 
so that when God says someone has to die for their sins, Jesus can say, I already died for him. They don't need to die a second time. And that's the whole point of Jesus Christ's coming. This brings us back to our human element of pride. That is our stumbling block. We want to say that we are judged. We want to say that we get to decide right and wrong. That goes back to what happened with Satan. He was prideful. He said he wanted to become like God. He was thrown out of heaven. And he brought humanity into sin, which includes the sin of pride as the one thing that many humans will struggle with until we get to heaven. Some people are easy at being humble in all things, but every time there's going to be part of them, which is a stumbling block. Each person will struggle with this at different times and different places. I'm not going to say it's easy, but I'm going to say it's necessary to be humble, to admit to God He is God and not you. To say you are not going to be the one who takes the judge from God. You're not going to go to God and say, get out of the throne. I'm going to sit and judge on the mercy seat. We are not supposed to do that as humans. Because if we were to judge on the mercy seat, we ourselves have to be judged. And that's something that includes we are not able to pass the test of purity. We are not able to be a righteous judge who is without sin, as God is. And that's the thing. We need to surrender our pride. We need to surrender our desire to determine what's right and wrong. And we need to accept that God has decided what is right and wrong. God has decided to punish the person who's done wrong through his son. And if the person decides to accept his son as the punishment, then he will not hold the punishment on them, knowing that prices has been paid through Jesus Christ's death and resurrection. The issue of vengeance is the one that can only be overcome through God's Holy Spirit. And what that means is to let God dwell within us and realize inside of us. Let Him empower us to be a new creation as Christians are called to be. That is a high calling, but it's God who comes with this power to enable this. I can do all things through Christ, as we're told in Philippians. That also means we need to surrender ourselves to Christ and obey Him. We are when we are told to forgive, it's a matter of trusting God has punished them. God has taken care of the sins of others. And we need to remind ourselves of that fact. That's why vengeance is such a hard thing to overcome in the sense of its goat, its grass. We can hold on to it tightly, and it will only be released when we choose to let go of it, when we choose to surrender our human nature to God, when we choose to abandon it and become full of God's spirit. Holy Spirit is given to all Christians to enable them to live a life of power, not beholden to sin. This includes the sin of hatred, which is a title. What I was trying to say is that the sin of hatred is counted by God as murder in the heart. When we read when Jesus speaks on the Beatitudes, sorry, Beatitudes, I can't speak this night. But when Jesus is speaking, when he's talking about the Beatitudes, when he's talking about all of these important subjects, all of these important behaviors. He keeps raising the standards of the Ten Commandments. He speaks of hating someone is the same as murdering them. Looking on a woman with lust is the same as committing adultery. And on and on. And hatred for someone is a part of vengeance. You easily begin to hate them for what they've done to you. That holds on tight to you as a person. And it's not easy to let go. There's a verse in the Bible, I can't remember its reference, that says if you hold on to your anger, your anger will hold on to you. 
and there's a lot of things we can go into far deeper, but I'm doing my best to keep this podcast short so you can listen to it easily. But there's a lot that can be thought of, there's a lot to be dug into. This is just something to make you realize and to start thinking about these subjects. Really, why do you want vengeance? And is that what you really want? Or is it something you sell for, realizing that you can't get what you want, which is truly restoration of what you've lost? I pray that you'll continue to go through your life as a Christian. You'll find God strengthening you, that you'll contact him, that you will, and by contact him, I mean that you will have this interpersonal relationship with him, through reading his word, even when it's hard, when it feels hollow at times, for you to remember who he is through his word. And that's what it comes down to. As we trust God more, as we get closer to him, we have it easier to let go of the things of the world. But the more we get to God, the closer we come to Him, the more the things of the world, the more our sinful nature will fight for control over our lives. And as a continual battle we'll always face in our life, it will never end until we are reunited with God in heaven. Until next podcast, stay in prayer and stay in the Word, stay in the truth. Godspeed.